From NAB in Las Vegas, Cinemaker expands the options and capabilities of an iOS and iPadOS-based production. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide sends employees important, timely, and relevant security recommendations for their Linux, Mac, and Windows devices right inside Slack. Meet compliance objectives in a remote-first world without resorting to rigid device management. Try Collide for 14 days free. Visit collide.com slash macvoices to sign up today. That's K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash macvoices. Enter your email when prompted to receive your free Collide gift bundle after trial activation. Collide.com slash macvoices. Mac Voices is in Las Vegas for NAB. I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, I'm currently in an undisclosed location uh, meeting with the folks from Cinemaker. Ben's going to tell us about what's new with Cinemaker this year. And if everything works the way it's supposed to, we'll be putting some of the Cinemaker video into the video that I'm actually shooting here. Ben, it's good to see you. Thanks for uh, talking. Nice to see you again, Chuck. So um, I, I love the fact what you've done with the place. I mean, you have the little mood lighting and everything going on. This is really good. Yeah, thank you. We tried to kind of emulate a small studio here. Yeah, it's, it's, it works. It works. Um, so, you know, it's, it's sort of a weird year. We're all back at NEB for the first time. Um, and so everybody's figuring out what was what they've been doing for the last three years. It looks like you guys have been doing a lot. We have been nose down with our engineering and, and building out our product. Um, we've done a number of things since, since we've talked last. Um, we've, we've moved from just an iPad-only app to also um, run on Mac OS with some uh, more robust capabilities, leveraging the power of the machines. Uh, we went from four cameras to eight cameras. We've got full NDI integration coming in, going out. And, uh, and most recently, we've got a really tight Zoom integration allowing you to bring in remote guests and cameras through Zoom and then send that back out to whatever destination you want. So remote guests can interact with local, um, local guests you know, behind the multi-camera production. And um, forthcoming, we're going to also allow you to allow our remote guests to interact with other Zoom attendees um, in the audience, which is pretty much unprecedented in what's being done now for the, that type of interaction. So I have to ask, was the pursuit of the Zoom integration a, a, a symptom of the pandemic, or was it something you all had had on the roadmap? Well, um, we actually, pre-pandemic, we had some really good conversations with Zoom, um, but as soon as it hit, we really accelerated our, our our desire and need, and our you know customers really their their remote production needs grew significantly. So we we really just kind of jumped on it and um, made it happen. Well, it's good because okay, so in theory, the pandemic is slowing down. I guess. I don't think anybody so wants to, so, yeah. we don't want to declare it over, but the remote interaction is, I think, here to stay. And even, I mean, by, by, by the standards of where we were at the beginning of the pandemic, things have improved greatly. Now it's time to go to the next step. And it feels like Cinemaker is one of those things that will help it go to the next step. We hope so. That was, that was kind of our intention, the ability to do remote production and, and, gather people virtually and just be more effective and um, in 
events or, or whatever it is you're communicating, your brand or yourself, um, it's become a, a part of hybrid events are, are now standard where they used to be special. But um, as you can see here at NAB, a lot of people are, are still at home. So uh, these types of engagements right here are very valuable and, and communicating. Yeah, I said when we started this, this is the first time I've done an interview sitting down at this show. It's, it's kind of nice. Um, talk a little bit about some of the post-production capabilities because it feels like that's also something you've been focusing on so that as important as the live stuff is, I've got a lot more flexibility than I did for post. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, so what we ended up doing or what we set out to do is is to build an end-to-end -end solution for emerging and new creators that that don't have traditional post-production or production background at all. Um, and we've built in what we call our, our live editor into our tool. So uh, it works very similar to live production. Uh, at the end of your multi-camera recording or live stream, uh, you have all of your source files local on your computer. And it allows you to do an edit um, just by playing back all of your source footage and in, in a real-time live manner, choosing which angles you want, changing your media elements, camera decisions, audio mixes. Uh, it's a, a very rapid way to do multi-camera editing. And for, for people, uh, our customers that are doing multi-camera pure stuff, it's seamless, easy, fast. For more advanced editing and post-production, our project files are also compatible with Final Cut Pro and Adobe Premiere. So you can pull in um, the project files with all the source cameras, media assets, your timeline already built based on your decisions you made inside of Cinemaker or your live stream. Um, so we've simplified things two ways. One, if you just need um, change some camera angles, load some media, change some decisions, you can do it within literally seconds and recut it. Inside of Cinemaker, if you want to do more robust editing of your, your multi-camera production, you pull it into a more professional, um, traditional NLE. So that's great. And, and, the, and the fact that I don't have to maybe go through, go through and lose the edits that I would do in your software to get to Premiere or Final Cut is extra nice. Yeah, thank you. No, all of our edits are non-destructive. So... We capture all the source data when you're making your edits inside Cinemaker, either during your live production or in post. Um, we're really just capturing the metadata and rendering that out while preserving um, all of your original audio sources, cameras, and media assets to reuse and remix however you want after the fact. And uh, again, this I think may have been a previous, the previous version of Cinemaker, but um, I can use any of my cameras or all of them as my as my audio source as well. That's correct. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. You can have a digital audio interface connected to your computer or one of the cameras. You can have, we pull audio from HDMI, from a headphone jack, from USB, um, and we're always capturing from all of them, and then it's really just what you want to mix live or for your, your edit, which you want included. Um, now, you have a variety of cameras and iPads and everything set up around the room here. Um, you're running this all off wireless. Is there Are there situations where it would be better because of latency for me to 
connect via hardwire? Uh, there are fewer and fewer nowadays with Wi-Fi 6 and a lot of these newer devices. Um, it's really become, Wi-Fi has become realistic for, for six cameras, even eight cameras you can get away with at a, um, at a reasonable bit rate. Um, if the cases in which you would want to run Ethernet instead of using Wi-Fi are going to be where there's a significant amount of interference um, on the show floor here at NAB. It's almost impossible to get a decent Wi-Fi signal, much less send eight video streams through the air. Um, and, and so in um, large events and even some of our uh, customers, um, that there's a number of uh, churches that use our solution. When there are congregations there and there's 100 people, it creates that same kind of interference. So um, we want to be hardwired in those environments. And then if you're doing really um, high bit rate, 30 megabit plus production, we recommend running gigabit ethernet just to keep the integrity of those streams. But um, most people are, um, we, we can do seven megabit per second Wi-Fi really nicely and that's more than enough quality for the majority of our customers. And with that, you don't have the latency issue. No, no. We introduce a small amount of latency in the production that's almost imperceptible. Um, it's two-tenths of a second, and but everything is synchronized to that same latency. Um, so that's, that's the extent. But again, it's almost imperceptible, and you can even lower it if your network's fast enough. So with all the improvements and everything, what kind of pricing model are you all using right now? Our same affordable price, uh, $29.99 a month and $2.99 a year. Okay. Then that gives me access to everything. Everything, your uh, Mac OS version, iOS version, and um, the full gamut of features, a camera, zoom integration. Um, we also have a free version uh, that gives you two cameras and... You know, maybe 80-90% of the features that is free forever if you just want to get get your feet wet and, and start doing some multi-camera before you get serious. Um, but then, you know, the upgrade's real easy if, uh, if it's something you're going to be using a lot. I think that's a great model because this is the kind of thing where you don't really appreciate everything we've just said until you start playing with it. And then, oh, because you think, yeah, two cameras, that's enough. And then pretty soon you're up to six, seven, eight, and you want to do everything that you just talked about. And so, you know, and who doesn't own at least one iPhone, at least one iPad, at least one Mac, uh, you know, and let alone maybe some of the other cameras that you integrate with. Yeah, it's uh, the beauty of this is, I mean, we can start really simply with equipment you own an iPad and a couple iPhones, and you have multi camera production, uh, but it, you can expand to professional cameras like this Blackmagic up here or, you know, a variety of other professional workflows and keep it simple. The website where folks go to learn more. Cinemaker.com, C-I-N-A-M-A-K-E-R. Ben, thank you so much for the time and the hospitality. This uh, is great. Sure. Glad to have you and, and appreciate the attention. We'll do it again. All right, wonderful. <laughs> folks, I'll be back with more from uh, NAB in Las Vegas. I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit MacVoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page 
And get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices, or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.